And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 209 of the World of Mythbits. Hi everyone, I'm very, very excited to be able to uh, be doing the review of um, the January 2023 um, magazine of uh, the World of Myth magazine uh, and once again jam-packed um, magazine number 115 and once again jam-packed with some amazing stories, wonderful poems, incredible artwork, uh, and some great reviews. Um, we have we didn't have a um, computer game review this time, but we've made up for it with a comic book review. Uh, first comic book review that I've ever seen. But first of all, um, before we kick off, I've just got a couple of things with housekeeping that uh, our fearless CEO, Looper, has sent my way. So, just wanted to let you all know, Cliff Flint's book, Promised Rewards, is coming out in February. Uh, he is the Open Contracts Challenge winner, first place winner for uh, 2022. So, congratulations, Cliff. Uh, and I asked Looper about Book of the Month. So um, as I'm recording this, we're just moving from uh, January into February. So the next book of the month will be uh, Red Hills, Green Vines and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner. It's a true tale of a fantastic life. And, and we can find the full description on MythMart. Uh, and also letting you all know that... Um, we we've just had the first live meet the author um walter was uh author on the 4th of february at 3 p.m eastern standard time a zoom link posted on all the social media pages so hopefully you've had a chance to um to see that go up on the social media pages and you've been able to tune in to uh to hear walter live which is uh, a little bit exciting very very cool um, so hopefully that's gone well, uh, and looking forward to what other authors, uh, what other writers and what other guest speakers will be going live, um, on behalf of Dark Myth Publishing, uh, and the World of Myth magazine. Very cool. So into the review for, uh, magazine number 115, um, and once again, starting off with an amazing cover. I just love the the way that this character on the front is portrayed. Um, a, a little, like a slight grin there, uh, a little bit of mischief. Um, and for um, what seems at first like such a simplistic design picture, it's, um, yeah, it, there's a lot of, complexity um a uh, yeah real characteristics sort of shining through uh for this young lad 
so uh so well done looking forward to discovering who the artist is um and very proud that i've got my own piece of artwork uh in the january magazine as well so uh we'll make a, a quick mention of that too uh when we hit the uh the art gallery so before we get too far uh great intro from steph from looper welcome to the world of myth hello mythketeers it's the happy new year um lots going on lots happening uh, make sure that you check out the introduction uh, and I'm sure that many of you that have received the um, the link for the uh, the new magazine would have seen Steph's words uh, as the body of the post as well on uh, on Facebook and probably Instagram as well. Uh, featured article for um, January is Adele Evershed's Womb with a View, and this was an interesting story. Very very cool story. Um, in I think so the sci-fi section. Um, so we'll we'll review that uh, uh, coming up. Uh, and uh, of course, congratulations to member of the month uh, Peggy Gerber uh, with her great piece from December uh, about the um, the the vampire and his wife uh, and the the wonderful Christmas surprise. So that was kind of cool. I really loved that story. That was uh, a very nice, very sweet story. Um, so to kick off with the review, we've got Drabble and Flash. As always, starting short, sweet, uh, maybe not necessarily sweet, but starting short, um, Atlantic Hunting Grounds by Glenn Bresciani. And you have to bear with me. Um, I've actually, ah, yes, uh, I've actually left all my notes at home. So uh, going off the cuff, this is um, great author image, Glenn. I love, uh, obviously, you, uh, you are a very talented story writer, but also a bit of a talented artist, sketch, uh, sketch artist as well. Bit of a self-portrait there of, uh, of Glenn. Very cool. Um, I love this one. This one was like a uh, a nice little um, horror story, uh, va vampiric tale, I suppose, uh, of ships of great ocean liners. Um, so very clever, very well done, Glenn. Uh, I uh, I enjoyed this one immensely. Um, great to see a comment from uh, from Peggy as well. And yes, agree, a, a very haunting tale. Um, short. Not necessarily sweet, but uh, but very much um, entertaining. And then Flames and Fascination by Gabriella Balcom. And again, Gabriella, brilliant work. I, I love everything that you do. Um, a great, great story. Uh, I've got here a comment. We cannot assume to understand and comprehend the mysterious and mythical. Uh, I love the story and how you have treated the unknown. So well done, Gabriella. Um, a great job. Uh, yeah, the um, the whole uh, humanity thinking that we are, are wise and wonderful. Um, we may not necessarily know the outcome. We may not necessarily. We take a lot of silly risks. Uh, and this was definitely um, a uh, a great example of uh, of such. So well done, Gabriella. 
and then Flying On Through Game Night by James Rumpel. Ah, I remember this one. Yes, this one made me smirk uh, and then shudder. Um, very clever misinterpretation of um, a, uh, a very classic game. Uh, and this time around, it, uh, it looks like it all went very, very horribly wrong. Uh, seems like everybody lost. Um, make sure that you check it out. Make sure that uh, you, uh, you give it a read. Uh, again, what I love the, about the Drabble and Flash, nice short reads, but they're always powerful, potent. Um, there's always uh, a, a great story there. Um, so well done, James. Great job. Her Captive Smile by Puneet Kumar. Quite like your stories, Puneet. You have um, a, a great way of bringing your um, your upbringing, um, the um, yeah, different different way of uh, of telling tales. There's a mystery uh, to it. Um, and yeah, I just love. Uh, the f there's been a few stories that you've rewritten and shared um, with haunting elements and uh, um, a bit of phantasmagoria. Um, this is not so much uh, a, uh, a horror story, but more something with um, a nice little twist. That uh, yeah, you did uh, you did a very very good job, great job. Her captive smile is a, a great little story. And then uh, Alien of Orchid Lake, teaser number one, chapter one by Jim Bates. Uh, and I believe, Jim, in your um, your intro to the story, I believe you made mention, I think it was second place 2021 open contract challenge, I believe. Uh, and uh, a very worthy place getter. Um, great, very interesting story. But I've always said, Jim, that you are a very, very, very talented storyteller. Um, so um, well done. Looking forward to uh, teaser number two uh, and hearing more of the uh, alien of uh, of Orchard Lake, Orchard Lake. Sorry, the alien, uh, alien of Orchard Lake. Um, and I believe that's out now on MythMart. And that's probably a good segue to sort of jump across uh, and just encourage you. Um, there's a, a new look site now. Uh, some uh, some great books, uh, great merch on there as well. Um, make sure that you support Dark Myth Publishing. Uh, make sure that you support your indie publishers. Um, that's the, uh, the surefire way that, um, they'll hang around to produce more and more amazing books, amazing stories, um, more wonderful opportunities for us as, uh, as authors, as poets, as, um, as artists, um, reviewers as well, uh, book review, comic book reviews. Um, we've got here, um, Information about Book of the Month Club, uh, the premium annual pack, uh, the quarterly package, the monthly package, um, the annual. So there's a premium annual and then there's an annual. 
Um, yeah, so check check those out. Check out the opportunities. There's lots more new stuff. Um, some great um, great ideas that are uh, are happening within the company. Um, yeah, so make sure um, that you keep your eye on MythMart as well and the different changes that are happening there. And then we're rounding out Trouble and Flash with um, a wicked little short story by me called The Hobbyist. So, uh, yeah, make sure, please, if you can, to uh, to jump on, check that out. Uh, it's not a very long read, but, um, yeah, hopefully uh, you'll be willing to give it a few stars. Uh, thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Peggy. Um, and then my son, Nicholas, has jumped on as well, and so is my brother-in-law, Ben. So uh, very much appreciate the support. Thank you very much. Yes, Glenn, ugly turn indeed. Don't read right before going to sleep. Sorry, Peggy. Uh, have I uh, kept you a little bit awake, maybe shaking in your bed? Uh, thank you very much for those wonderful comments. Uh, that's the best way to encourage a writer. <coughs> Excuse me. Make them smile. Indeed. No, it's wonderful. And it's wonderful um, the support that uh, that we all give each other. Um, one big um, dark myth, uh, Jezomon family uh, out there, definitely. Uh, so moving on to Children's Lit, uh, and I've got my next submission in um, like the bee bull uh, type story uh, serial that I'm writing at the moment. This one's called The Fury of a Broken Home. Uh, so if you can check that out, it'd be much appreciated. This one here is more of a traditional fantasy sort of story with um, probably down the track, there'll be uh, the promise of a bit of weirdness. There's probably a hint at a bit of weirdness coming up. But yeah, we've got the, the weird bizarre. Thanks, Tom, for the comment. Keeping up the great work. Doing what I can, my friend. But yes, that's uh, that's in the uh, the fantasy sort of vein, um, and then uh, that's a good segue into fantasy, where um, it's me again with Pathra's Tale, part twenty-two. Uh, we are slowly but surely coming to uh, more of the end of uh, of this story, um, where I'm going to sort of break it off um, and then sort of fill in the gaps which, um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to doing. So, yeah, if you can check out Pathra's Tale, if you've been following along, um, if not, don't worry. I'm trying to write them in a way that they're sort of separate scenes or separate scenarios or um, that sort of thing. So even if you jump in sort of midpoint, midway, you don't have to be familiar with everything that's going on. Uh, I, uh, I'm trying to write them in such a way that... Um, that uh, everyone else, everyone can still enjoy the story, but it's much, even more enjoyable for uh, for those that have started at part one and have worked their way all the way along to part twenty two. Uh, working on part twenty three at the moment as we speak. Yeah, so that's an exciting one for me. And then we move on to horror. 
Dawn Dubrow, New Year's resolution. And I loved this story, Dawn. I loved this story. I loved your characters and the way that you twisted the whole idea. Um, very, very clever. And uh, I must say, um, I do remember the image that you sort of linked uh, your Facebook promotion of it, linking back to um, to uh, the um, the website to World of Myth magazine. Uh, direct link to your um, your story, uh, and I remember the um, the very noir style, um, Sin City style image uh, that's still very much firmly planted in my uh, in my mind, uh, and goes very very well as you suggested with uh, with your story. So well done, brother! Great job as always. You uh, you are a very talented storyteller. Uh, and speaking of talented storytellers, our uh, fearless CEO, Stephanie J. Bardi, um, the uh, second and last uh, story from the horror section for January 2023. And we have Penance, part 20, There Will Be Blood. And um, yeah, there will be blood. There, uh, there already is blood. Blood everywhere. Um, yes, this is... Uh, Another great addition to uh, to this series, and I'm looking forward to uh, the novel coming out when uh, when all the um, the pieces of the puzzle get um, all joined together into one big happy messy mess that will make up uh, penance. Uh, there will be blood because um, so far there's been a fair bit of blood. And I'm sure that there's even more blood to come. So well done, Stephanie. Great job as always. And then on to action and suspense. Sasquatch, the High Country Incident by David Painter. And I like this. I thought this was uh, very clever, written from the ranger's point of view. Um, and you, uh, you still manage, David, to retain the mystery of it all as well. So uh, congratulations. A great story. Um, the evidence is there, but not enough to, uh, to make it impossible to, um, to hide, uh, to hide what's real and what's not. Um, so well done, David. A, uh, yeah, a very cool story. Uh, enjoyed it very much. And then, um, again, Gabriella Balcom, The Case of the Missing Body, Part 1 of 2. And I thought this was a very interesting story. Um, a great element of mystery. Uh, yes, looking forward to, uh, to Part 2 uh, and seeing how it's all, uh, all resolved and seeing how the mystery is revealed. Uh, very strange scenario, but very well written, Gabriella. Very well told. Uh, you have me very, very, you've piqued my interest. So thank you very much. And then In the Midst of Normalcy by Tom Fowler. This is epic, Tom. This is huge. Uh, we're at part three of, I think, 89 or something. Um, 
and layer by layer, bit by bit, you're sort of revealing, but not revealing. You're sort of, you're telling your tale in a way that we're sort of being moved along. Um, it'll be interesting once we, uh, in a few years' time, I think, get to uh, to part 88 before you release part 89 or the in the in the mid mid 80s anyway the um the number of promised pieces for uh for this mystery um so it'll be yeah it'll be very very interesting to see looking back over the whole lot what sort of ebbs, uh what sort of links together and what um what sort of stands out and uh and where the clues are and uh and that sort of thing so um you are weaving quite the tapestry here tom uh and looking forward to uh to part four next month and then on to science fiction and blue by matthew k chicono i hope i said that right um interesting story i a uh I quite like the future gazing um styles of this one and also um Adele Evershed's Womb with a View. Um the uh yeah, the the great thing about the science fiction section uh of January twenty twenty three is that they're both very future viewing stories. Um but that's basically where they stop being similar. Um, blue is um, almost like a Halo style um, planet exploration, return to Earth type story. Um, and Womb with a View is more, I think, um, tech focused uh ai focused yeah both both of them sort of sit interestingly with me um matthew really enjoyed or not in uh, yeah yeah i guess um the the story was compelling it was a yeah i was i i liked the um the characters and the way that the tale was told um and it's a um it's kind of dystopian yeah it's yeah it's yeah good it's interesting good 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 story um and win with a view are very worthy um mention um yeah i, c I can see why um Steph and um, whoever's made that decision to actually direct people towards this story this month, I can see why. It's um, yeah, great, great story that sort of leaves you pondering. It's almost um, oh, do androids dream of electric sheep? I think it is the whole um, Blade Runner. Yeah, it's great, great story indeed. Yep, definitely these these two um 
I mean, all, all the stories are well worth having a read, um, making a comment, uh, encouraging the writers. But um, these two in particular, yeah, I think are, um, are uh, very worthy, well, well, well worth a look. And then we move on to humour with just another Cindy story by Alan Ashley. And uh, I think this is, yeah, this is very cleverly done. This is a uh, a great um, modern day version of uh, of Cinderella, um, and it pokes fun at all of the traditional elements of the um, the classic tale, uh, while dragging it, kicking and screaming into uh, the modern era. So well done, Alan! Uh, another great job. Um, looking at stories that we know and telling them in a way that we hadn't considered. And then read this uh, by James Rumpel. And I reckon is this James's second submission for January? Let me just do a quick look. James, 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 James. Yes, Game Night was James Rumpel as well. Ha ha ha. Yes. And James. Oh, so clever. So clever. Um, I like this. From the very title, all the way through down to the epilogue. Um, brilliant. Clever. Very cheeky. Uh, and I love the little comments as well that you've had from readers too. Um, just jumping in quickly to have uh, another look scrolling down to the bottom um, yes yeah I like it well done very cleverly done looking forward to more work by you James uh, and more um not so subtly placed instructions too, I'm sure. Uh, and then on to poetry. Uh, and quite a number of poems again. I love the fact that we've got 12 poems to review on this occasion. Um, January has been a, uh, a great one for poetry. And we start off with Evening Song Part 1 by Kathleen Chamberlain. Thank you, Kathleen. What have I got here? Such a sad but beautiful image. Thank you for sharing, Kathleen. And then we've got a comment from Vicky as well. Beautiful. I know this will resonate with everyone who reads it. Kudos. Yes. A very uh, heartfelt poem. Um, beautiful. Saddening. Very emotional. Well done, Kathleen. In the Middle of the Night by Padmini Krishnan. And I thought this was very touching as well. This poem, uh, I love the way that it looks at parenthood, parenting children 
that aren't necessarily what you imagined or what you hoped you would have. But then there's the basic primal parental instincts, especially uh, what's called a, a mother's love, I suppose, that um, when you hear your child cry, you have that emotional reaction, regardless of everything else that's happened, regardless of the relationship or how you feel about the child, when that emotional need is there, that connection can be created. Um, well done. I, yeah, it's uh, a very uh, well-written, um, well-told poem, a, a great story. And then Lee Harvey Robot by John Gray. Um, love this one. Yes, this was uh, a little bit twisted. Uh, cleverly done. Um, well told. Uh, when you're built for a purpose and you know the purpose, the but I guess even robots can be a little bit arrogant, maybe. Uh, especially this kind of robot. Um, congratulations, John. A uh, very entertaining poem. And then Makrame Mandala by Mihalia Melnik, I believe. And this was a very, yes, such potent imagery, what powerful poetry. This is, yeah, this is a, uh, this is obviously written by someone with a wonderful imagination. Uh, you, um, Mihaela, you've, you've captured the image and you've drawn us in with your words. Just to read it, definitely. It's, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a great, great piece of poetry. And then The Bradbury Night 1 and 2 by Ken Goss. Ken Goss? Goss, I believe. And this was, yeah, very clever. Clever and freaky, Ken. Great imagery. Well done. Yeah, I thought this. Very, very short. Um, but the you can imagine being on the train um, as the, the guards, the train men, sort of looking at each other and going, I didn't see that. And then the other one going, well, I didn't see it either. Um, nobody's going to believe us. So why should we believe ourselves? So well done, Con. Uh, well done, Ken. Uh, a, uh, a, um, a great uh, little short but sweet um, one-two punch delivered nicely. And then Strider Marcus Jones. I believe we've had a couple of poems from Strider's Strider Marcus Jones, uh, and they're all great snippets of imagery that sort of float about and piece together and vaguely touch and then 
sort of spiral and uh, disappear from sight and and leave you amazed and curious uh, and at times confused. Uh, notes, notes on scraps of screen papyrus. This is... Yeah, what a way to remind us of the Forgotten Ones and the Overlooked. Well done. Well done, mate. Well done. That's my comment for that one. And I stand by it. Stride, you've done a marvellous job. Uh, and thank you, my friend. Thank you. And then we've got Reflections of a Former Fashionista by Peggy Gerber. Peggy, I love that you're always jumping in, whether it's a short story or whether it's a, uh, a brilliant poem, uh, very clever. You've got your sense of humor that sort of reflects through everything that you seem to write. Um, and I, uh, I love this, whether this is personal experience or whether this is you imagining um, a uh, perhaps not so young lady. Um, trying to create from uh, the image of, uh, of a magazine their own personal experience. Uh, and of course, that's very rarely going to work. Um, but yes, my advice, keep the pants on, enjoy the warmth, keep being you, that marvellous you. That, in a nutshell, totally covers this poem, I think. Thank you, Peggy. Looking forward to what you submit, whether it's a short story or whether it's a poem or whatever it is. Uh, looking forward to what comes next from you, Peggy, because you always keep me interested and you always make me smile. And then we've got Rise Up by Kathy Sherban. And Kathy writes some incredibly powerful poetry. Always. So another awesome poem, Kathy. You are the anthem for all who have been through hell. And need a flag to rally behind. So I don't know your story personally, but the powerful stories behind every piece that you seem to be submitting, especially the stuff that seems to have like a DV, um, domestic violence, uh, family violence, partner violence type theme. Uh, I think... Um, Thank you for, for sharing. Thank you for um, bringing a voice to uh, to so many victims. Um, a great job, uh, great job, Kathy, uh, as always. And uh, and rise up is the anthem, I think. Oh, sorry. Uh, I did just notice that I skipped uh, Sultana Raza's poem, uh, Orphic Crown. And I do not know why. I uh, berate myself for uh, for such. Uh, sorry, Sultana, my wonderful friend, uh, very talented poet, and Orphic Crown is no exception. So we've got here uh, a true poet's poem: the emotion, the vision, a reflection on history, myth, and what it is. I should say what it is to love. But I've got what it is, the love. So I guess it's the love, what it is to love. Um, yeah, it was a great, 
brilliant, amazing poem, as always, from an incredibly talented poet. Uh, and I'm sure that every submission I will be saying something along the lines of exactly that. Um, Sultana, keep sending us your beautiful, amazing pieces, uh, short stories, poetry. Um, you have a gift. And then on to uh, my friend Christopher B. for bourbon with ice. Christopher Bice. Thank you so much, my friend, for sending Saturn's Scythe. This is another great poem. I've got here. Thank you for reminding us all that we are doomed. Yes. Thank you so much, Christopher. And then he's answered back. No worries, Tim. After all, isn't that a poet's job? And indeed, quite possibly. Um, whatever a poet's job is, you do it incredibly well, Christopher. Uh, well done. Bravo. And congratulations. Looking forward to seeing what comes next from you. And then we have here, Soon Comes the Devil Monday, Puneet Kumar. Uh, Puneet, um, great short story before. Uh, and um, yes, that Devil Monday. Um, what a, uh, a terrible, terrible day especially after no plans on the weekend and then suddenly being dragged out by a bunch of friends for a few drinks. A few drinks become more drinks and more drinks become very bleary-eyed Monday morning. Uh, I think a lot of us totally get uh, Devil Monday. Puneet, you're not alone. And then Tombstones by David Painter. So this is another one by David Painter. This is a great, uh, wonderful poem. On, uh, on this occasion, we've got something haunting about this piece. Well told tale, David. You have a true vision for meaningful pieces, meaningful poetry. And then Kathleen's got, I love the simplicity and symmetry of your poem, which captures so beautifully the life cycle. So well done, David. Thank you so much for sending in your poet. Uh, and I can see here in your... Uh, your author image, author bio, uh, looks like you've got a uh, a delightful little part of the world where you live. So it's no great surprise that you um, have been inspired so. And then onto the art gallery. And to kick off, we've got Pajamas by Zoe M. Montoya. Uh, Zoe, as always, you submit interesting pieces. Uh, I love the pajamas, uh, but I love even more so the actual character's face, the hairstyle. Um, just well done. Nice, Zoe. Love the design and the half asleep, half awake look on your character's face. You've captured it beautifully. That whole first moment in the morning, the ruffled hair. Um, very clever. And the pajamas. I need pajamas like those. Definitely. Thank you, Zoe. Where can I get a pair? And then Dare to Smirk by God's Power D. Patrick. And this is our cover art. This I loved. This drew me in straight away. Um, the muscular, masculine, and then the youthfulness. Um, that little slight coy grin. 
uh, but the mischief in the eyes as well. So um, God's power, you're obviously a talented artist, uh, and an amazing cover for, for January, kicking off the year in style. Uh, well done. And then on to Dragon God by Vincent May. And obviously this is not a good god. This is obviously a very evil god. Um, a brilliant picture. Uh, the way that you've done the eyes just draw you in. But the... Um, yeah, the... Um, the the horns that don't fit the page the uh the reptilian ah oh, just incredible incredible well done Vincent a uh, a great image and then mutants and weirdos by Ed Bickford and I love the detail it's uh black and white sketch style but I love the detail um in all the characters that are sort of captured in this picture by Ed um. Very clever, very awesome effort. Uh, and then we round out the art gallery with my piece, Love is Blind and Hungry. And this was just an image that sort of popped into my head that with my limited artistic abilities, I wanted to capture. Uh, if you do take the opportunity to have a look, please zoom in on the eyes of the figure, um, the um, like the face. Uh, and uh, hopefully you'll see that the eyes are blank. They're meant to be like empty sockets. And then what's floating around are the eyes, um, which uh, has left my character love, of course, blind. Um, and uh, when you look at the eyes, you'll understand the hungry aspect as well. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you take the opportunity to have a look. Uh, and hopefully I'll have uh, the opportunity to, uh, to send in a few more um, pieces of artwork and, uh, and add to the gallery. So then onto the reviews. And we've only got a couple of reviews this time. We've got the um the podcast, the World of Myth Bits podcast. So uh I'm sure that uh hopefully you're all following. Uh if you do want to go back and uh and have a listen to previous uh editions of the podcast, um with Jenna, um with uh with Steph as well. Um yeah, there uh, have been a uh, a few hosts along the way, uh, and I'm still thinking in uh, episode 250, I might try and get the gang together. See, uh, didn't work the first time for uh, for episode 200, but we'll uh, we'll see um, how uh, how things work out for uh, for the next time. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you're listening to this edition of the World of Mythbits, uh, and hopefully you haven't missed too many. And then on to movie reviews with Kevin Hoskinson. Thank you so much, Kevin, for your re-review of the movie Smile. So um, previous edition, uh, the um, movie Goa Grimm and, uh, of course, Steph slash uh, a.k.a. Looper um, gave uh, Smile a uh, not-so-delightful uh, review. But Kevin has actually swooped in and actually saved the day uh, and has made Smile seem like it might be a movie that is worth watching after all. So that's totally up to you. If you're a horror fan, um, hopefully, um, yeah, 
Kevin may persuade you to uh, to give Smile a look if uh, if you haven't already. Um, and then on to book review, uh, we've got review of Robin Robertson's The Long Take by Michael A. Arnold. Uh, and thank you once again, Michael, for introducing us to um, books and authors that we may not necessarily have had the opportunity to uh, to consider ourselves. So what have we got here? So this is um, a uh, another poet, I believe, uh, and it's modern day war poetry. Um, yeah, it's a great review. And for a writer, you're really compelled to want to read this sort of um, poetry when Michael suggests that even if you're not into war, um, the way that the writing is written, the way that the poet actually describes the scenes is... Um, is beautiful, is well constructed. Um, the examples that Michael's put in here, yeah, they it sort of entices you to um to want to check it out, to want to give it a go. So uh so well done, Michael. Thank you so much for another wonderful review. Um and then we've got review of Mad Cave Studios Hunt Kill Repeat number one by Nolan P. Smith. And this is our comic book review. And I am clenching my fists and waving them ecstatically, uh, thrilled that we have a comic book review, uh, and it's a good one. It's um, it's a comic that is coming out soon that uh, that has great elements to it, um, and Kevin's review has got me interested. It's got me uh, me intrigued. I uh, I wouldn't mind having a look at um, this view of the. Uh, Greek gods in, uh, yeah, in uh, in comic form. So thank you, Kevin. Thank you so much. I'll be watching out for that particular one. And then we've got no video game reviews this time, uh, but art review review of Edward Hooper's Nighthawks by Michael A. Arnold, and this is a moody picture. This is a moody piece of artwork indeed. Uh, and Michael uses other artwork pieces as a contrast to explain the minimalism um, and the way that the mood is set and what the characters are doing. Um, so once again, a, uh, a great review. Michael uh, introducing us to uh to artists that we may not necessarily be familiar with or may vaguely know of but um but haven't really sort of um checked out ourselves so uh yeah i uh, i'm looking forward michael to seeing what writer you're going to review next and what uh what artist you're going to uh, introduce us to as well and then we round out with commentary which is the board of directors minutes and make sure that you check these out because there's a great sort of element of uh there's a great amount of detail in here which gives you sort of an insight of what's coming up what's happening what the board of directors are thinking 
Um, the minutes are brief, but it yeah, it sort of captures the moment, uh, captures uh, potential ideas that are coming out. Um, there's a mention here of um, the possibility of a um, like a film. Um, where are we? So yeah, there's stuff. There's uh, information here about the open contract challenge that's coming up uh, in April, I believe. That'll open again. Um, Jazo Mon pitches. Yes, that's the one. Uh, so uh, contests for um, for short films, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. See what's coming up. Um, so this was the minutes from where are we? The November thirteen, twenty twenty two. Yeah, so very, very interesting. Seeing what's on the uh, on the horizon, seeing uh, seeing what's ahead for um, Dark Myth Publishing uh, and Jazomon, um, and that's it. Pretty much for uh, for episode um, magazine number one hundred and fifteen. Uh, looking forward to seeing what's coming up next. Bye for now.